0: tell you something Duluth um, I've never ever told anybody this ever I was a boy of about ten years old and I was moved a lot and one of the places that I was moved to was a place called Port Arthur it's now called Thunder Bay and my mother had cancer and they used to bring her here to Duluth to get treatments in America because she couldn't get them in Canada So you have my heart. I just found this out from you, and put it together, and that was that, and then she passed the, you know. uh, So you got my heart. I'll tell you something, I asked the doctor, what's the best part about being a doctor? He said, delivering babies. Ask me, what's the best part about being a pro wrestler, or the legend, or these things that they call you, is I've had autograph lines, like two hours long, and the best I've done is five generations. And they shake and they cry and because the family bond, it's not me the family bonded around that and they have such happy memories from that i hug them i never cut off a line i'll be there at five o'clock tonight and if i got to stay till five o'clock tomorrow morning to get them all i'll get them all but this is the most favorite part of my job and then i'll go beat somebody up you know that's strictly for money <laughs> i'll be honest with you. If you allow yourself to get down and you throw that pity party, um, you know, it's hard to make strides. I've been, I'll run it down for you. I've been, I've had over 7,000 profiles. fights. I've been stabbed three times, last time an inch from dollar. Went down in an airplane, I don't know how many car wrecks. Died on the table, cedar cyanide, electrocuted, cancer. Seven screws in the back of my neck. Right hip, 94 replaced. And you know, like. Well, I got four of the most beautiful children in the world, a wife of 32 years, and that's because of these wrestling fans. I was just a kid on the street. I came fifth in the world playing a bag bike. Couldn't have been the guitar and become Paul McCartney, right? No. But it's funny how God works. Um, uh, I'm the luckiest guy in the world. And to come here with these people, these are so really good. And you know, I'm just trying to keep a real straight fit. Uh, Game face for you in the camera right now. But you caught me with my mom. And I love you to death and I'll give you everything I got.
1: You ready? That's yeah, going, man. Hey, it's live, pal. <laughs> <laughs> what I was saying. Dude,
2: right. There man. we go. That was a good
0: now
3: we made it official. Oh, give me a second. Give me a second. That was the. Uh... Oh. Oh, Jesus!
1: Did you, did you really? I did it.
4: can found take It's not a thing. Can't take the shirt off. Uh, I know. It, it's, it's like this the special entrance version. Well, that's cool though. I I love this figure.
1: It's special Nash Bridges edition of Roddy Piper. Oh my god. <laughs> it is.
4: He's got these knee pads that you can take off if you give
3: it some mustard <laughs> Just, come on get the fuck off I was gonna get some props too I went by the convenience store but they were all out of the gun. gum
4: oh. Mr. G's whereabouts are currently get unknown oh, <laughs>
1: Jesus. but we're back yes it's the New Blood Rising podcast we are here to talk and celebrate and give our own kind of proper send off I guess so to speak to now the late great Rowdy Roddy Piper I'm William Rankin. I'm joined by, as always, Jason Keesler.
3: How you doing? Get out of your own voice. <laughs>
1: What's the hashtag? I, nipple
4: rings? it? No. What it? I think he's getting hot. Nipple cutouts. <laughs> and um, what I want is your blood. Yeah, there you go. It's a hot. <laughs> this is a tribute
3: one, not a recap. We're gonna fucking go crazy.
1: I'm gonna sign this podcast summary. In Jason's own blood.
3: Just when you think you've got all the answers, I change the question. Yeah, my question is, who is your name? Charlie Sabina. There we go. And now we
4: can go. So, Hot
1: Rod. Um, It was pretty crazy last Friday hearing, uh, I was in the car with my wife, and she told me I nearly went off the road, because it was just, And because instantly I thought about just the last month. The last month for Roddy Pfeiffer was really- well,
4: The last r- month for wrestling. Yeah. Has just been brutal. Yeah, it really um, has. Well, it, this, this whole year has not been a fan to your childhood. Um, I was at work, deep in the mud of mm. uh, making drinks left and right, and I got your text message, and I about dropped the phone. Uh, I immediately ran back to the kitchen where another guy that I work with in the back, uh, he is a big wrestling fan, told him he about dropped the salad. Uh, and then when everything calmed down, I Googled it, you know, cause that's official. Yeah. And yeah, there you course. have it. Uh, yeah. very unexpected, shocking even cause he, you know, <laughs> not to get dark with it, but you know, I could say that, well, Roddy Piper, we had just heard about him the day before to which George Carlin would have replied. That didn't help. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah? Well, well, I got your... Like, I was at work. Will
3: sent the text. And I just saw it. And I was in the middle of... On a a phone call. And I just thought it was more of the the podcast news. That's what I thought it was. So I didn't read it. And then, like, one of my coworkers comes up taps me on the shoulder. Like, something very serious. I meet my customer. He goes, Roddy Piper died, dude. Like, part of my reaction was, here? (laughs) I mean, it was just the way he said it.
1: And then... (laughs) It just... <laughs> I don't know. why. Yeah! That's, yeah. yeah. It's, and I think you'd said it at the end of uh, the New Blood Rising pay per view mm-hmm. show was that it hit differently than it did Dusty's because you know in a way you know we grew up with like we we definitely grew up with Piper as a major part of wrestling. Granted, it was weird that he re- wasn't the wrestling Roddy Piper we really knew of in the beginning.
4: Right? Because um, I think. Yeah, the first time Roddy was noticeable to me while currently watching wrestling was, a, I guess, WrestleMania ten, when he uh, refereed for you. Bret okay. Hart's Yoko match, and then he refereed eleven, mm. and then he wrestled at twelve in what I think is one of the unsung great so WrestleMania So that's, what, that's
1: when he first. So ten was your start. Yeah,
4: that's when. And then I, you know, I had a videotape of WrestleMania's greatest matches that I bought at like a buy low. Yeah, and it had four matches on there. It was Hogan and Andre. The Head Shrinkers versus the Steiners from yeah. 9. Um, Ricky Steamboat and Randy Savage, which was my favorite. But also on there was Bret Hart
1: and oh, Roddy We're going to get to that. We'll get to oh it. Oh, my but God. But that was
4: man. a great tape that got a lot of...
1: That's that WrestleMania tape. Yeah, yeah, I remember that tape. Yeah. I had that tape. Mm-hmm. This fucker screwed me. You know the one time I, when I bought it? I luckily bought the SummerSlam one because they had them in the wrong cover. Oh... Uh, they had misput, they had, for whatever reason, they had misput the tapes in the wrong. Yeah. Anyway, when was the first time you remember Piper? The cartoon. Cartoon?
3: I mean, just because growing up, like, I'm a little bit older, but I remember he was the bad guy in the cartoon, and then I watched wrestling and started watching the WWF stuff, and I said, well, there's the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was there, and it was just this, this almost what he was then was what he was on the, on the show.
1: Because I remember when you and I talked about WrestleMania builds, like you had talked about the build of WrestleMania. So you had seen, like, you know, the hot mm-hmm. rod as he really was known. Yeah, the,
3: the just the just insanity. I mean, going to the A team set and causing all kinds of chaos. Jesus.
1: So. I think there's no, there's not. I, I wish we had really a structure. I, but I'm also glad we don't. We don't have real structure in this because this is really more about like, what do you remember? What are your memories? Yeah, because,
4: because I don't want to go into the AWA stuff. because no, I, I haven't seen. Those I, I
1: haven't of, either. But
4: and, seen yeah. the WWF stuff. Seen yeah. the WCW. stuff.
1: This is more just like, uh, let's, well, let's just talk. Well, about
3: it's not it. let's just to talk, talk in about ring it. either. No, no I've, I I actually is think a huge influence on, on me outside of wrestling too. Um, yeah. Uh, so the best.
1: But, I'd say I I I'm, was I'm trying to remember real quick when I first saw the damn guy. I think um, I think it was six. I think it was WrestleMania six was the first. Let's time talk I'd about seen that.
4: <laughs> and I, I he's only half upset at Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't very
1: cognizant of the builds. I I knew Hogan and Warrior, but everything else,
4: you know, I, Macho and Dusty. You know, you're familiar with that? Not, I
1: I I didn't watch it enough yet. I know it after the fact, but. Piper and bad news, Jesus. Yeah,
4: yeah, that was, uh, and which they still can't explain, like, well, which Piper was notorious for that he could that he can't explain a lot of the things that he did, Uh, and yet the match is nothing to write home about, but it's memorable because of what he did to his body, which is he painted half of it black, and um, like literally half of his body, which found out only recently that he didn't get all of it off for like a week, and it
1: wasn't for the supposedly for the reasons that we. Like, I think the knee-jerk reaction was like, "Oh, he's, he's a crazy racist," <laughs> but when you, it was more. I of want a, that. Action it was more though. of a reaction, against apartheid in South Africa. Like I that was like his like protest of it in a way. It was or a year like after
4: Lethal Weapon too. So, yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> which is where we all learned. That's about where apar- I learned about apartheid. Well, yeah. I always
3: thought, or not always, but as I got older, like after Braveheart, he's. Roddy Piper, he scotch and kill. I thought that was I'm ready for I'm painting up. I'm ready, ready for war, but it, it,
1: it could be. I thought
4: I had heard that. I'm not sure, but um, it's really weird. Like with my memories of Piper, because my my father used to record all my birthday parties, and he recorded my fifth one, which is 1991. And there, the only thing I remember about that video was I opened up a present, and it's the old Hasbro Roddy Piper action figure. And I go, and I can't say it, but I'm like Rowdy, Rowdy Piper. Right. But I don't have any memory of knowing even, of watching wrestling at the time, but I knew who he was, Yeah, mm-hmm. and my next memory is WrestleMania 10. So, like, as long as I've known what wrestling is, I've known Rowdy Rowdy Piper, yeah. oh yeah. And like you said, I and I agree, if this is what it was that you were saying, I think what he did outside of the ring, like in terms of interview segments, or mm-hmm. his influence on pop culture mm-hmm. was a lot more, um, Important than than his in ring work, right? I'm like
3: I'm don't just mean in just wrestling, his Although, wrestling, like yeah. outside of wrestling, you know,
4: not just interviews but other avenues of entertainment. And sure, stuff that he did. He, well, was, he was one of the first. Well, he did it. Before, well, no, he he was one of the first ones other than Hogan to go out and try to get a Hollywood thing going. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, you know, to
4: be the star and not just be a heavy. Right. So you know they live. Right. right which is yeah. uh, arguably probably. One of John Carpenter's last good movies. Yeah.
1: Oh, absolutely. Because oh, I, mean, I know absolutely. you're a fan too.
4: Mm-hmm. We love Escape from LA. Yeah. I yeah. mean, uh, but. <laughs> like, we're closet fans. But, of uh, that. I, closet? Hell. Uh, well, it, it's just.
1: <laughs> Honestly, I mean, the, it, it is, like, in a lot of. And a lot of it does have to run on the fact that Piper Rider. What's so funny is, like, his charisma in that is completely an antithesis of his charisma in the wrestling ring.
4: If you've seen it recently, Piper, he's not.
1: He says what all of.
4: Uh, he's, he's
1: only got a few lines, yeah.
4: and of course, he's got the big line yeah. that you know became just ing- ingrained in pop culture. I think more people know that line than have seen that
3: movie. Probably because, because of
4: other, Duke, other Nukem. Th- Duke Nukem. I was gonna say because of stuff like that. That was the first
3: time I heard it. I don't know if it was just for going on the Vegas. I don't know if it was a recent update because Elder Scrolls had an update. I played this game, but one of the NPCs was walking around, and I just heard him say, "You know, I'm here to bust heads and eat some sweet rolls." And there's no more sweet rolls. Oh, I was like, Jesus. I was like, that's still beautiful. Like, if it just happened, yeah. if some programmer
4: was like, you know what? I'm putting this in there. Like, that's still sweet. That's Do you remember role. like one of the last times I watched it was with you, mm. and and we were like pretty critical about it. Like, I remember like some of Piper's one-liners in that movie don't make sense. And I always remember your line. It's like if you looked at me and he said, you said something like, it would make just as much sense if he just shot a guy and said, "Surfs up." <laughs> <laughs> Well, why is it was Mama, don't like tattletales. Oh, that yeah, one. that one. And you're like, what well, the hell does that have to do with anything? Let's look at that just
3: for a little bit, because that that's just a. I I like the way that that character is kind of Piper Nada,
1: is put these glasses.
3: Like this whole beginning, it's kind of subtle.
1: He's just reluctantly. It's a typical 30 minute John Carpenter. Yeah, it takes a the, while to uh, go. Which I don't mind, but uh, it does it take a while by now.
3: today's standards. <laughs> no, no. But then it's like he puts on. He's in the convenience store. He puts on the glasses for the first time, looks around and just accept. He, he, am I crazy? No, Piper. He didn't go. Man, there's something wrong with me. It's something wrong with everyone. <coughs> Tells that lady what you're ugly
4: as. No, 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 no. I remember the line. He goes, "You." He goes, "No, you. You're fine. You real fucking ugly." Like yeah, man, and he just that starts line. going, going ham. Well, this is very interesting too because I remember you made a a, a point to when we were talking about it that this is kind of like. When, um, uh, when a man goes nuts uh, in this country, like in a movie theater or something, like which happens recently, or when a guy goes on a shooting spree, mm-hmm. it's like, it's not to say that in real life that these that they're seeing aliens everywhere, right? But like, that's kind of what's happening to him.
1: Yeah. In mm-hmm.
4: this in this movie, he's just killing random people in the movie who look completely normal to everybody else but him because he's wearing those sunglasses. Right. And of course, mm-hmm. there's the whole Reaganomics thing that the movie's really about, oh, yeah, totally. which was so clever. Uh, that and, and it's what keeps the movie, I think, alive in people's memories.
1: Um, it's the fight scene. 100%. The fight scene is the best. It's, it's been remade so many times. South Park. It, it, it's South the South Park it, did it. Is it, it's the realism? It's how long? Like oh, it it's doesn't long. just when you think it's over with, it, it keeps going. There's such a physicality. Put the to it.
3: on. Yeah. That's that's the objective. Yeah, and uh, the same. You're here. my, f- and that's the thing is they're established as friends.
4: Yeah, and oh, Keith it's David's like, wonderful. Yeah. in that movie,
1: the it's bump he takes, the back, the, the back, suplex? Is, the, ba- the yeah, the back, the belly to
4: back, back. Oh suplex. my god! Yeah, it's rough. Yeah, and the, and the knees to the groin. And which, I, allegedly,
1: yeah. is it true? Like a lot of those are just flat out. They're just going at that's it. That's what I've heard. Not all of it, but some of it is right. just legit. Just punch and kick. I
4: love that you know this was the movie that Carpenter. I think this was the one he did right after Big Trouble.
1: It's close right? or it it's maybe like Prince of Darkness. Prince I think. of Darkness
4: might have come out in between, but it's like Carpenter, you know who's one of our favorites, uh, he saw something in Roddy Piper.
1: yeah you know their podcast was great. It's a really good listen to hear them both talk about that because mm-hmm. Carpenter was a wrestling fan, a big That's wrestling great. fan, really liked wrestling. And yeah, totally. Yeah, it's now that's I might a it. it's a good listen. It's a yeah. really good listen. Well, there.
4: look at the Escape from New York has the wrestling match. Yeah, uh, totally. You, you know, where Snake kills that guy. He kills Ox <laughs> Baker. Yeah, yeah, it's Ox Baker. Yeah. That's right.
1: Who yeah. a great like side quick thing is like when um, he's laying him in with the that sh- that fucking bat with the nails. It's a bat with, with the nails. Yeah. And uh, he was kicking Kurt as well. Like he was kicking him. Like because when Kurt's down, like he kicks him in the and the ribs and stuff and Ox is a wrestler and he's a stiff wrestler so he's doing a real Kurt looked up and I was like somebody better tell that guy to start laying him off and you, t- you tell him what and, and so that's why as Kurt said in the commentary he's like that's why when you see me start swinging I'm swinging as hard as I can at him oh because,
4: wow yeah I still haven't heard that maybe Ox Baker's it, just method <laughs> he's like I'm gonna. He, he did
1: kill a man or two <laughs> yeah. I suppose but anyway um,
4: Piper's movie career after that's pretty uh pretty tame uh yeah, yeah. the only other notable one which i haven't seen is hell comes to frog town which <laughs> they they would reference that in some of his storylines <clears throat> afterward mm-hmm. right you know uh, well, the cool
3: thing is though he didn't i'm trying. to he didn't sell himself to the point where he's doing three ninja sequels and i'm not saying that as a shot sure he just he wasn't everywhere
4: true and uh, we're also forgetting that and i haven't seen this one either but he did body slam
3: oh yeah, Which, but, <laughs> yeah well that was pre- before well, that
1: was a, before lot of, a lot of shit that was way. I think on one podcast he talked about there was a there was a pilot that he shot with Ventura like, oh. they, they shot a pilot was it oh. Black Black Thunder Whoa, right. no, it, was it was half Black Thunder <laughs> but um, Piper's two it, it was such a blessing in disguise that it didn't work out because when he comes back to wrestling and you know he is the commentator like I first I remember really remember him is as the commentator throughout yeah. most of 91 and it's he
4: was
2: good. He
1: got Virgil over yeah, so fucking much when that guy couldn't. I mean, I, I, you'd think just the storyline would have gotten over over enough, but that storyline had to continue on for like five or six months. So with DiBiase, yeah. yeah. The only reason it sustained was because Piper was the one like at the at the forefront of it. That's what made it so damn good. Was just um, was Piper's influence on Virgil, and you can and you can tell like he's coaching him mm-hmm. at the same time, trying to help him get better like that's a really interesting three-way feud there that's really um with the guy who's a commentator right at the time but damn man when he finally starts lacing them back up and of course i think it his feud
4: with flair mm-hmm. in
1: wwf was really good mm-hmm. at the beginning like they had some really good matches where allegedly this mystery
4: of oh, the title change. title
1: change happened somewhere in the
4: There's a a lost um, art with wrestlers like Roddy Piper in that he just, like Jake Roberts was another one, Mr. Perfect, where they didn't have to have a title for us to know how good they were. Uh, Roddy Piper only won the, uh, officially, the Intercontinental title. Uh, he won the U.S. title, I believe. In Did WCW. he
1: not win the tag title with Flair at some point, like in the like I'm talking like '04 05 era oh, somewhere in there? Yeah. You know what I mean? Really? I'm trying to remember. I seem to remember, and I thought I saw it in that tribute on Raw where they're both holding the tag titles, and they're old. Like they're clearly like it's evolution. I have era. to look that up because I don't know.
4: Because um, well, we'll have to get to it later. But uh, about the Hodgkin's lymphoma. Yeah, but. Piper was the top heel in in wrestling back in the mid '80s, and I, I love the way I loved hearing him talk about this too, about how he never wanted Hogan to pin him. I always wanted Hogan to find some other way to win, like war to settle the score, uh, where they fought on MTV. Mm-hmm. Like that match, I, I believe ends in a schmas. Yeah, WrestleMania One ends with uh, I think it's Hogan pinning Orndorff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and Piper. According to the record books, although it's not technically true, his only pinfall loss is to Brett. Even though someone has pointed out that he actually did lose like to Jimmy Snooker or something on primetime wrestling in a pinfall. Hmm. But yeah, Piper, he thought it would hurt his character so bad if he were to get pinned by Hogan. Because
1: one thing that we'll talk about when we get to WrestleMania 8 is he wasn't that great of a wrestler. No. Not great, not really, or at least not from what... I, this one you can go back to the AWA stuff, and you could probably see the worker right. come out a lot more. I, I mean, I I thought he was a, a pretty decent worker. The thing is, like, you you don't know a lot of moves that
2: I loved hearing
4: <laughs> him talk. I loved his yeah yeah. You know, I loved him kind of walk into the ring, but yeah, for the most part, um, and I like that we're saying this because we're not just remembering him like with these rose tinted glasses. But yeah, I wasn't the biggest fan of his in ring work. His um,
1: talking like he was one of those guys. His it overshadowed. Yeah. Well, he, his lack of...
4: his He
3: wasn't very maneuverable. True. It was... I mean, I remember... He was very safer. physical. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he looked like he was beating people up, mm-hmm. but he's not... He's he not. not Mr. It. T
4: at WrestleMania II. Yeah.
1: He had this one... When he talks about the in-ring stuff, like, one thing I thought was neat was... We talk about... When you go into a ring, he'd look at a guy's feet. Mm-hmm. And he'd look and see how their toes were. Like, if he saw, like, creases in their boots, like, at the front, was... I'll use the figure here to mine, like, right up here. It's like, oh, okay, that guy that guy really punches because he's on the front of his feet. Uh-huh. But if he didn't see that there, he's like... And he could tell they weren't new boots, obviously. Yeah. And it's like, this guy was just on his heels. I, I don't, don't have know. to worry about he's it. He's going to be on his heels. Yeah. He had all this real-world kind of like fighting that he would think about. Well, wow. he was... Uh, wasn't was he great. golden gloves? I don't know. I think I Piper don't was know golden that. gloves. Yeah.
4: We'll have to... Well, I've heard it in commentaries before where he's like, oh, Piper, you know... They say it in WrestleMania 8 and Bobby Heenan's calling in that match is so funny. He's like... He's like, oh, that's amateur stuff. And and Gorilla's like, amateur? You know, like, he really had to do that. You know, it's fighting. And he goes, Did he get paid for it? <laughs> no! That's it's amateur. <laughs> oh, I love Bobby Heenan. Waffle him with the belt.
1: <laughs> How so that that was a really great moment then as we're building up towards it, like that that Royal Rumble of 92 when he beat the Mountie. How yeah. fucking odd. Aw- because I had no I had, I remember even thinking back then. I was like, I was really shocked that Roddy Piper won a belt because it was like I hadn't seen him really do a lot of in ring work. No, nope. not a lot. At least like you know, not and again like when I had started watching a product, I could go back and watch WrestleManias one and two and three and everything. But he
3: did win the Golden Gloves. Uh, he was also awarded a black belt in judo. Yes, uh, and it's
4: a lot. I mean, that's, that's he's a legit fighter. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, and. So WrestleMania eight rolls around, and I love that I love that backstage segment with him and Brett, uh, with Mean Gene, where Piper's talking about when they were kids, and, and it's a bullshit story. Yeah, but he's like, oh yeah, your mom used Just, to make the sandwiches, and there was only one piece of baloney, but you know we made it work. And are they cousins or are they not? No, Brett confirmed that in yeah. that thing you sent me. Yeah, where. Uh, they have cousins named Tombs, which is Piper's real last name, but it was spelled differently, and uh, Piper didn't okay. know that. Yeah. But they always called each other "Cuz," yeah. and that match is so good, like, just from a storytelling perspective. Can you remember, like,
1: I, for besides Hogan and Warriors it's the only time I ever saw two good guys. True. I really, don't and Piper. I really didn't know. What, I did not know who to really cheer for at the time. Yeah, it was
4: tough, and I I love the crowd during that match. Uh, and there's a lot of people that want him to turn heel, oh, which is the yeah. moment of the match yes that I remember like watching that as a kid and that's the only time I'd ever seen that up to that point where he almost hits Brett with the bell and Bobby Eaton's like, yeah, waffle him and then he just tosses it out of the ring and the crowd a lot of the crowd stands up and starts cheering. it is a great moment
1: it, in in wake of his passing people have recalled very fondly that that is the match and even Brett said it and yeah he did it's and a match that made match
4: man. that made him and this yeah. is after you know, the match with perfect. Which I mean I Which I is think, a good match too. I, that's I think right. Uh, that's
1: my favorite I said it was my favorite Henning and Brett match for that matter. But one thing I was left out a lot, and I think one thing I was passing, I really brought this up, Brett hadn't had a major WrestleMania match. So could you really no. put a world title at that time on somebody who hasn't really had like a proven WrestleMania no. match? And so that's why that match becomes even more important because without it, he may not get well, the belt then. I try to remember it that
4: fall. Like, when I watched the match a couple of nights ago, and you know, thinking, holy shit, in one year, Bret Hart will be the WWF champion defending against Yokozuna. And yeah, Bret, the way he goes over on Piper is great, but if you've ever heard Piper in kayfabe talk about the finish of that match, it's awesome. He's like, the referee should have never counted. And then they're like, why is that? And he goes, because I still had him in the sleeper. And that was the first thing that was applied. And I was like, oh, oh that's, that's... I love that. That's, that's how Piper... Loses a match by pinfall, but still manages to... Hey, God back. damn it,
2: I shouldn't have lost yeah. that damn match in
4: the garden. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. But <laughs> that spot, it's like Brett... Some of my favorite endings to matches ever are Brett matches. Like the one with Davey at SummerSlam. This one, I love this one so much. And I love that it gets repeated throughout the years. Yeah. Brett Hart and Stone Cold do it at Survivor Series <laughs> with the Cobra <coughs> Clutch. Mm. Austin and The Rock do it it's, yeah. at uh, yeah. 17. Yeah. yeah. yeah it, w- Oh, my God. Because it's still like one of the all-time great finishes in a match.
0: Sure. And whoever the
4: cool. hell that referee was for that, I've never seen him in any other match. He's got that bull haircut and the mustache. It's, uh, it's such a good match. it's but it yeah, is an well, un- except un- for the mustache. Yeah, I it's think under- very underrated. It,
1: and you know what's... Again, it's it's one of those things that in the wake of this passing, like it's funny now. I think that match will get better in a lot it of people's should. eyes
4: because yeah, you know when people talk about great WrestleMania matches, I mean it's, they don't they don't talk about that. I much.
1: mean I don't remember a lot of there are not a lot of great spots in the match. No, there no. no.
4: oh but but that no, doesn't no, no, have, that goes. You don't have nah, to have you don't a, don't have a have to. lot. Brett does this great psychology psychology crap with with Roddy's arm. And he won't let go of it. And Piper keeps slapping him and hitting him. And Brett refuses to let go. And Piper gets more and more frustrated. And finally he starts running around the ring. And Brett just slams his arm down.
1: Isn't that the match where Brett fakes an injury? Oh, it's
4: brilliant! Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, oh, you're right. Yeah, Brett feigns an eye injury. And then small packages Piper. Mm-hmm. And it was like what a heel thing to do. Yeah. And what does Piper do? He sucker punches him, <laughs> and it looks legit and Brett's bleeding. And then you find out it was a it was a work. Oh, it, yeah. And then and Ric Flair later on in the night <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's like he finds the hard
4: camera and, oh. Yeah. And Vince finds him but doesn't find Brett because it looked like an accident. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the blood in that match with Brad is so good. That's the thing is Piper
3: is the type of performer in wrestling that could have a match like that at WrestleMania, that big stage with that psychology, and then go on to have the Goldust
4: alley match. That's my second favorite Piper match. Because it's very, very different. It's very different. It's very physical. And, of course, it's, it ages because of the fucking uh, OJ, OJ references and stuff, and stuff. But it doesn't matter. I, I That was back when I had a subscription to WWF Magazine. And I remember opening it up and seeing that picture of him kissing Goldust. Yeah. And, like, Goldust's bare ass hanging out like, what is this? Like, this is not, like, I shouldn't be looking at this. Yeah. Huh? And this match actually lasts almost the whole pay-per-view.
3: Technically, yeah. actually, it lasts a couple of weeks.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but
4: the the, well, the story. He really hits um, Goldust, or no, Dust really hits Piper with that car. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a tremendous um, shot. It's just, it's so cool. And I remember like the promos leading up to it, and mm-hmm. how strange it was. Like yeah. to be 12 years old and hear this stuff. Like Piper saying, "I'm gonna make a man out of you." Yeah, man, it is.
3: It's good, is because here's this this guy who he, we already talked. He can't. He's not. Very good as far as wrestling, but he's very good in the art of wrestling with Absolutely. that psychology. And then he turns around and hears the brutality they were talking about because he's you know a real fun fighter mm-hmm. in this, and it looked great. And it, and I bought the same
1: guy in two different types of yeah. matches.
4: and and but and that twelve match was a special attraction match because we were led to believe that. Piper had pretty much retired.
1: He was the president at that He point. was the
4: president. Oh, no. He refereed at WrestleMania 10, refereed at 11, in, in that hellacious match with Bob Backlund, where Piper is just comically going,
2: What do you say, Bob? <laughs> oh!
4: no! Oh, which... It, Brett. We always talk about Brett's book but the way Brett describes that he's like, I knew we were stinking up the joint with Piper constantly asking him if, if he gave up. <laughs> but yeah, so like, to hear that Piper was going to be fighting we're like, yeah, this is yeah. really cool. But there is a bad match in here where Piper, it's later in the year and they've talked about it and it is shit. Piper had a feud with Jerry the King Lawler. Oh. You remember that? Yeah, Yeah. yeah, yeah their yeah. match is so bad. How bad was it? Awful. It ends in a Piper. I remember he he pins Jerry with a belly to back suplex that he ends up bridging. Like yeah, it's awful. It's either King of the Ring or the one after. It, it's <laughs> that's or, the and, great name for a pay per view. Yeah, the, the one after. after in your house. You know, <laughs> good friends, better enemies, or you know whatever the hell that was. Dog bites man. We've already kind of talked about his WCW. Yeah, which
1: I mean, like honestly, all all you need to really talk about, like in terms of his WCW, is when he popped out at Halloween Havoc, Uh, surprised everybody that he was going to challenge Hogan after I think that was his match with Savage or something like that. And oh hell yeah, that thing was awesome.
4: Yep, the
3: build was another one of the build up better, but it still was definitely worth it. Another thing was later on because Piper just got kind of stuck in the. The
1: WCW money machine. Oh, they had no idea what to do with it. Well, no,
3: but because the six man tags that he would have is him, Ric Flair, and Kevin Green, sure. Sure, professional football player. Now, wrong, res-
1: didn't he, res- he res- and Nash have like a little Twitter battle like last year or the year before? Who like, doesn't
4: they? I, no, mean,
1: like, I mean, they had one because like uh, they were talking about I it was a back.
4: Yeah, what was it?
1: Had some. It didn't have to do with any, like, super specific incident. Like, cause some big incident, like, something that led to a backstage blow-up or something like that. No, it had to do with just, like, they were talking, had to do with how something was perceived by each of them. Like, because Piper would talk about how, like, he just, uh, those guys, I was a, an honest, like, tough guy, for lack of a better phrase. Like, you know, he could. He was a uh, legit tough guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas the other guys were.
4: Shawn Michaels versus three Marines. Right. Right.
1: <laughs> I forget the. That uh made the paper. Yes, but,
4: it <laughs> but
2: yeah, it,
1: that WCW stuff, man. Like it's, um, I mean, what you Out really can't, you really can't say much more after the. Um, I I remember in Revenge we talked about like the, you know,
4: yeah, that ridiculous um, we want to talk about that. Yeah, taunt. Did you do you remember this? I don't remember the taunt. Well, let me give you a visual. Of
3: oh, it. is this the? almost on, hop on one leg. Yeah. Taunt. Yeah, you can still get that one on the the newer games. Really? Yeah, you guys go digging for
4: it. never remembered him doing that. I thought it was hilarious, but it was the reason I never picked Piper. And then I'm going through Piper footage like with, within the last week of him dying and I finally found footage of him actually doing it. Who was it, too? I don't remember. It, it was it was the My Way, not Lint Biscuit. Yeah. It was it was I think it was in the My Way video mm-hmm. that everyone's been circulating that is a much better <sighs> Remembrance of Roddy Piper than that than that video that they put, dude. But would
1: you call it the Larry the, Jones? Ex-
4: the, yeah, the,
1: every the, the same crap band up. they used With for Savage? Dusty yeah, Savage too. Savage too. It's it's this the Larry Jones Experience or whatever they're fucking called.
3: Oh, it's the live your life happy. I mean, I get it, but
4: live your life like there's no tomorrow. Like it's every song is like that, and it's just like was well, this recorded tomorrow? Huh. Like, it doesn't fit with re- these old school, old wrestlers. No. You know? I, no. I love terrible. the My Way thing with Frank Sinatra. It's, it's, great. it's, it's beautiful. Yeah, and uh, it's fantastic. But no, we got to use some modern pop crap song. It just doesn't fit. Because the video itself, I really like. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I'm sorry, when I hear that did song.
1: See, did you see the image where Vince and Triple H, they, they, everyone else went backstage, they stayed out to watch it? Oh, that's. I'll and go back to really my DVR. Cool. No, it's not. Well, a, that's the thing. It's, it's not it's there. Someone, oh, somebody somebody who was there. Was they there. didn't catch it. Good. Really cool.
4: Good, because uh, like Piper said, uh, without him, Hulkamania wouldn't have been as big. All right, you go back at, and just to
3: equate it to a kid. All your heroes that you love growing up, G.I. Joe, Spider-Man, Batman, whatever, I mean, every one of them had a villain. Yeah. That, that stood out. I mean, G.I. Joe wouldn't be... G. I mean, who would they be fighting without Cobra? Like Piper said, you know... But they loved you so much if you they weren't busy hating me. It's yeah. Perfect. I mean, he
4: is the the opposite of Hogan in a lot of ways. This was why I dug the not to talk about other wrestlers, but the John Cena CM Punk rivalry so much. It reminded me of, of Hogan versus yeah. Piper. Only I was alive to actually witness it in its prime. Right. And that's right. why I think Punk is Cena's greatest opponent. Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. Sure. Now, sure. They still say the best match of the last five years. Uh, Money in the Bank. bank. What a classic match. Fuck yeah, I've watched that one right now. I've seen it so many times. Yeah. You put that on
3: surround sound and crank it up. The crowd raisins are so good. But like, like the. That and in a lot. I saw some people like I saw this Twitter argument of that Dean Ambrose is this generation. I don't like it when people do that and try to do comparisons, just on, be
4: yourself, that kind of thing. No, the, the he's, Dean he's Ambrose the new Roddy Piper, is, yeah, he's the new Piper, where he was like the new Stone well, Cold. Well, CM Punk weeks was ago. the new Piper, yeah, CM Punk was the new Stone Cold, yeah, you know, which is funny because Punk doesn't drink beer, you know, <laughs> but Piper, so. So now we're down to sporadic appearances in WWE.
1: The the big one. Let's talk about the yeah.
4: big one. Because yeah. this was... I love it when I can be surprised in mm. professional wrestling. And I remember watching WrestleMania 19. And that Hogan-Vince match is so much better than it has any right to be. And a big part of it is because Piper showed up.
1: Yeah. When and Piper shows up, that thing is legit. It,
4: that crowd comes unglued. And you find out, like, a while later that originally they had wanted to do Hogan versus Piper as a remembrance of um, WrestleMania 1, mm-hmm. but Piper wasn't in ring shape and, you know, wasn't clear to what And whatever. you can tell. But yeah. That, yeah, he's a little bit heftier, which he loses later on. Yeah, he does. But that lead pipe bit, and Piper just, you know, slaps his ass and, like, kiss it.
1: And memories he'll run after that? Like yeah. as a manager, like for Nowitzki and those guys, like you Christopher
4: Nowitzki. Yeah, 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 yeah.
3: It, and he it, was also with Sean O'Hare. Yeah, because they yeah. they dropped Sean O'Hare's build up that they had with his vignettes and just put him with Piper, mm-hmm. and they went after the one legged kid. Yeah,
1: I mean, it was, it was it was interesting because he was getting back to what he does, you know, as we said. He's a talker. He's a guy who can, you know, he can help get some shine on guys who aren't necessarily good, like the Virgils.
4: Let's segue that real quick um, and talk about the influence of Piper's Pit, Uh, because this is the only version of this segment that I even remotely like. I love Piper's Pit. You know, that's where the Andre incident happened with with Hogan and, Mm -hmm. and... there were so many, it, and that was the, as far as I know, that was the original, uh, the, yeah. the first version of that, and we've had so many different versions of it over the years with other wrestlers. Uh, Miz TV, The Barbershop, Funeral Parlor, Peep Show, Highlight Reel, Cutting Edge, it just...
3: Flare for the gold. Flare just, for the gold. is infamous because Flair of for a for mistake. The gold.
4: Shock, well, the Shock Master. Yeah, yeah Flare for the gold. Like, like, this was so good, like, and some of them are better than others, sure, but it all goes back to Roddy Piper. And Roddy Piper, up until his last couple of uh, WWE appearances, was still putting on quality Piper's Pit segments. Uh, WrestleMania 21, which was, you know, 10 years ago, you had Stone Cold Steve Austin. They slap each other? They slap each other. And which,
1: did you think it was a bit weird that they had that on there considering what had happened in the last month yes. with them? Yes.
4: Like, it's weird looking at it now. Yeah, uh, because that's what I was incident. thinking. Yeah, because you know they showed a clip of it on the, the video last night, and I was mm. like, Oh yeah, like they have mm. interacted. Yeah. And um, and Piper, you know the uh, yeah the big surprise of 25 was that match with Jericho. Jericho was supposed to fight Mickey Rourke. Mm. He, Mickey Rourke screwed it up. Uh, it became Jericho versus Snooka, Piper, and Steamboat. Right. The legends. And uh, I remember wanting to focus all my attention on Piper. I was like, oh, yes. Piper's going to shine. Because it was it was at th- this match where, um, we'll get to it later, but turns out Ricky Steamboat <laughs> can still go. <laughs> no one knows that he can still go like he could. And you just wish that that had been the match. But you find out around this time that Piper has, or was it a little bit earlier, the Hodgkin's lymphoma. Oh, I see. I, I want to say it. You're right about the <laughs> tag title because that's it. they had voted him to be in a match I think to wrestle for the tag titles and and he won it I believe and then that's how he found out he had Hodgkin's lymphoma because he went in for a checkup because I remember he thanked the fans He said if it wasn't for the fans I would have never found out that I had it until it was too late yeah because you know he had it and he, he he beat it right and he got through it and it was great
1: right right
4: so after that, you know, it's just the, some of those piper
1: piper's pit like the the one that was in Columbia with John Cena. Thank was you. A was that really that the, after they embraced? Yeah. The Feel the shots. energy. Yeah, yeah. The, I think he slaps John Cena. Slaps so the just...
4: shit out of him. Yeah. And I remember that place coming in glued, because it's like, yes, John, have a personality for God's sake. Mm-hmm. Feel something. And nothing happened. Yeah, because yeah, because yeah, that really felt like that was the most like convincing moment of. They might actually do this. Yeah. Like, I was never more convinced about it than that night. Because, yeah, Roddy says something like, if you don't get it right with these people, you know, you're going to regret it for the rest of your life. And blah, blah, blah. And big, I wish I'd been there for that.
1: Well, big, big, the big question, where do you put him ultimately in the pantheon of, of all the other heroes that maybe some of them are still alive and maybe some have passed? The
4: three biggest stars from the Golden Age... Two of them are dead. And it, that's, it's Hulk Hogan, Randy Savage, and the Ultimate Warrior. And you said Andre? Yeah, because... Andre was huge. But he wasn't there a lot, mm-hmm. as I recall. Okay. Okay. Like Vince actually, the way he tells it now is that he had to pull Andre out of retirement to do WrestleMania 3, which Andre ended up staying, I believe, through WrestleMania 6. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he won the title in between there. Yeah. Uh, But Piper, he's definitely in the top five. And he is the number one heel of the the Golden Age, easily. So shouldn't that make him number two? No, because when I think of this, I'm thinking about the faces. Okay. Like, the faces of the company. Because if you're going to do that, then the number two heel is Ted DiBiase. Mm
3: -hmm. And you
4: got to have him in there. Uh, So if, if we're talking top heels, it's Piper, DiBiase, probably Andre... And
1: I'd say Bobby, savage. Heenan. I, Bobby Heenan,
4: yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, savage. Savage. Oh, savage. I think Savage is a better heel than he is a face. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: yeah. Where do you like, and you don't have to, you don't even have to rank them or whatnot. I just saying like his influence on the business. Like, where uh, do you I mean, put it compared to other people?
3: I would say it's a lot, it's a lot higher because like he said, I was rowdy before rowdy was cool. Yep. He was the first, one of the first heels that wasn't necessarily cowardly tactics and stuff like that or or just being overly brutal. He was the I'm messing with you. Yeah. And so I mean they're attacking Cindy
4: Lopper, Lou mm. Albano. Yeah. yeah. The cool. record I mean the re- record smash. The, record the smash. coconut Jimmy Snuka yeah. thing that gets way overplayed, but I love it. Yeah. I mean he takes the
3: he he takes something that's iconic about someone and uses it against them. Morton Downey Jr. Yeah. The, that's a great I mean, example. Like the, the coconut Jimmy Smith, you know, Island thing. Yep. Sidney Lopper, the record player. Morton Downey Jr. is always smoking Don't on his... Blow Don't blow smoke Don't blow smoke. Puts him out. I mean, it's... Bad news, Brown. He was black. <laughs> half black. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, God. That's Vince's new song. So it says, stand by half black. Half black. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, the, I like it. I mean, like, like a lot... Like, it's one of these things, like, it's sad he's gone. Because we were talking about, honestly, like, it got to the point... Where, when we were hoping for surprises, and we're like, just hope it's not another Piper showing
4: up or something, because it got kind of a lot. Well, Wwf old school happens. Mm-hmm. We see the same group of guys. You mm-hmm. know, it'd be Piper, Dusty, Slaughter, Hacksaw. Mm-hmm. You know, like I love that too, because in the Attitude era, they wouldn't. They would make fun of that era of wrestling. We've actually, when we do a WWF old school, we usually <laughs> skip the Attitude Era and talk about how much we miss the 80s. Yeah. You
3: know, it, it's it like, really that's weird.
1: Yeah.
4: No. You know, it's like we don't even really talk about the Attitude Era. I anymore. have a question. or, or if, Where would you put sides I think, think he's on?
1: arguably more influential than Hogan. How so? Because um, there are plenty of guys who could get big. Mm-hmm. And there are plenty of guys who could do pretty much the same moves that Hulk Hogan could do. There is only a fraction of them that could... Um, that could really, A, generate heat, Mm -hmm. legitimately as a heel, and B, just flat out be able to cut an amazing promo night in and night out. And we're not talking, this is way before the Attitude Era. Yeah. yeah. Like, so many guys, like, that's why, like, so many guys who are, are, you know, for the most part, predominantly heels, like, they borrow their stuff from, or they borrow their stuff from Roddy Piper. Sure.
4: Austin did it.
1: Yeah, I mean, so many people borrow from what he did. And I think, like, what his, his... um. He would have been yes. a
4: great re- character in any era. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: His legacy is just like yeah. I mean, he. I think he laid the groundwork for where a lot of guys want to be today. Guys who want to be able to talk on the microphone.
4: Yeah, I actually would go as far as to say that's more important than wrestling ability, because um, you can be you can be a Neville, mm-hmm. but there's only a very select few, Rowdy Pipers. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. you know. You need to be able to talk to tell a story, you know. Absolutely. Before a match, I I I agree. Yeah. And it's it's a
1: stretch, statement. You probably it's it's tough to kind of mold it into two sentences. Well, but
4: well, yeah. we we've had this discussion before where we talk about the very select few of wrestlers that can come through your television screen, yeah. and grab a hold of you and take you on a ride. Right. Mm-hmm. And Piper was close, I, arguably you know, one of the first. Yeah. Hogan could do it. Yeah. Sure. Piper could do it too, right? You know, Jake Roberts, Stone Cold, The yeah. Rock, CM Punk. Like, there's not a lot of guys, but they can say something that speaks to you, or does something that no one else is doing at the time that totally captivates you, and that's what Roddy Piper could do. And he and that hit. He might not have been able to wrestle this whole time, but he never lost that ability. And that John Cena thing from a couple of years ago Jeez. proved
1: that. Yeah, totally
3: how are we looking on time? Cause I've, cause this question I've wanted to ask. Okay. Like, I
1: mean, use, as your kind of your final thought too. Good.
3: With like we were talking about, it's been a hard month for wrestling <laughs> when, and we were talking about how much Piper hit what now that, that people that are passing away, that were such a big part of our childhood. And a lot of us have talked about what we got into wrestling was, you know, either with a loved one or something we connect to. Do you feel losing when they move on? We're losing a piece of that connection. To no. That you don't feel that no. at all not in a bad like it's gone, no. but it's just like yeah, I, there's I, I, no more of that person. There's no like likes a lot of people. I mean, yeah, I mean like I I'll feel admit, bad like,
4: for the living wrestlers, like the Bret Hart's mm-hmm. and guys like that who have I, to watch all their friends. Yeah, because mm. Mr. Perfect, Owen, Davey, I did
1: not because you know it was the Brian Pillman. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen Brett talk a lot about Owen, and he's yeah, he gets through it very. Easy. I never get tired of it. But he doesn't ever really show emotion with it. That, there, I mean, yeah, there, sh- that video you sent me. I, f- I found it by complete luck. It's him at a house show on Friday night, when he found out, and or Saturday. It could be Saturday. I don't I know. Think it, yeah. but it's like imminently. He gets choked up. Mm-hmm. And he gets choked up like again. Like it's almost like he sheds tears. Like you know, like because that that it's kind of been the joke. <laughs> is that Hitman don't cry. Hitman mm-hmm. doesn't show a lot of emotion. Period. But, no, man, like it. It, if anything, I think in the reverse. It, it goes to show how much you remember other things as well. So I felt when Warrior died.
4: I think this mm. is one of those things where the WWE Network is a wonderful oh, thing. Oh, yeah. exactly. You, you don't, don't have to go hunting this. No, they, yeah, yeah, they never really die. And and as long as the Network stays up and running and they don't start editing the shit out of it like mm. years down the road, which is mm. my biggest fear with, the, with revisionist history. Piper is in so many of those... Old pay-per-views, all mm-hmm. those countdowns, Legends House. You know, he's he was a presence. He was always a presence. Yeah. Howling at the moon. I love that image of him at the end him of the on first. Legends. Oh man, man yeah. I, we didn't really talk about him. On, he was I, the star of that show. Yeah,
1: I mean, like that's that's what that's what they built the show around. That and that's true here. too.
4: But I'm not gonna lie. Even if they hadn't, I would have. I was more interested in seeing Piper on that. He has than this weird else. like.
1: As happy as he could be, like you oh, he had there was those a down, down
4: moments. Yeah. And,
1: yeah, that's why his podcast was so neat to listen to. Yeah, it was never very. There were times where it wasn't very coherent, at all. But he could occasionally like really find a moment where he really had like a real defined, streamlined thought and could really track through it, beginning to end. And sometimes it was very upbeat. He loved his children. That was always really. Yeah. He really loved talking I love a guy about him and stuff like that, you know. And uh,
4: his kid's an MMA fighter,
1: something like that. Or a wrestler or something. I was a wrestler, but maybe he's an MMA. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Speaking but, of
3: the MMA, Ronda Rousey. Yeah. That was so cool. She said this. This is for Piper, and then she just goes in there and handles shit.
4: Good. Um, yeah. Piper gave her the nickname. Mm-hmm. Ro- Rowdy Ronda Rousey. I love it. I think it's great, and I love that. Uh, I, I really like it when fighters from MMA or UFC acknowledge professional wrestling, and totally Because they should. They should, yeah, because yeah, right. you know, if you look at the format of UFC or anything like that, they have stolen a lot, yeah. from uh, professional wrestling and the way that they build their fights, and uh, and yeah, like they're not the same, but the way they're presented is is quite similar, yeah. And Ronda Rousey, she she did the she did the right thing and i don't think it was a publicity stunt at no. all. No. No, no. I, I, I i really like her. Yeah. Yeah, especially for doing that for for piper, for bringing yeah. his name into a business that he was never in. True. Yeah, like that that's really cool.
1: Yeah. So I, again, this wasn't designed to be very long and it wasn't designed to be like strictly structured. No. Diagramming everything. It's just kind of talk... I mean, by the time you hear this, you've heard probably plenty of people talk about Roddy Piper, if, and not to mention the the thing on Monday Night Raw that you saw with the... Uh, the what was it? The Larry Jones experience? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> band playing them out. Ridiculous. You
4: ever heard a story about a one-trick pony? <laughs> I'll
1: tell you. You want to see... Uh, go on... Um, it was when OSW did the um, the Monday... Uh, the last Monday Nitro. They did the... R- his name escapes me off the top of my head but you guys know who he is out there he did the RIP WCW or the WCW Desire I'm sorry WCW
2: Desire and
1: it was the Kid Rock song but with all WCW clips and it was phenomenal yeah but next time we catch you guys it's gonna be for Fall Brawl 2000 so far we got Booker T and Kevin Nash we'll see if that holds up but I'm William Rankin I'm at William Rankin 83 the podcast is at New Blood Pod I am at the Jason Kiesler
4: I am at CM underscore stabs.
1: And we'll see you guys next time. Fall Brawl 2000.